Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, everybody. This is Dale, and I thank you so much for joining with me today. I'm in a little bit of a different location, as you can probably tell by the sound quality, but I think it'll it'll function and it'll be okay. So just bear with me. It's a good thing about these podcasts is from time to time, you, know, you find yourself in different places, having to do them at different times, etc. <clears throat> so that's good. Uh, I do appreciate everybody's support. We have literally gone over 500 episodes, uh, just uh, appeared on Spotify within the last couple of days. That's been several months in the making. And so... Uh, uh, that's the big thing, be able to access uh, uh, a podcast on Spotify. So anyway, we're looking in the Gospel of John, okay, the Gospel of John. And we've just completed the 14th chapter. At the end of the 14th chapter, Jesus has said, arise, let's go from here. And of course, there's all sorts of debate. Uh, people want to know, well, when did Jesus say these things? You know, it looks like in one gospel that when he was speaking this, that they were in a certain place, another gospel it looks like this. It's, it's really not that important, okay, to know exactly what the the sequence of whether he spoke this at this moment when they were walking, if they were still in the room, et cetera, et cetera. And we run into a little bit of that right now because when we get to the 15th chapter, Jesus continues speaking. So is it like he says, arise and let's go from here? And uh, and they're packing up and they're getting ready and he keeps talking. It, it really it matters not. What's important is what he's saying, right? So in John chapter 15, uh, which is where we are now, uh, this is uh, one of the foundational uh, chapters in the scripture that give us understanding about our relationship as believers with the Lord. Now, I've said that a lot, uh, particularly about John 14, because it's true. John 14, 15, 16, 17, Jesus is uh, telling a great deal uh, to us. And he's doing it to the disciples on the last day of his life. Okay, he's sharing these things. He's just pouring forth these things. <clears throat> so in John chapter fifteen, verse one, he says this: "I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser." So he's using uh, a picture right here, uh, nearly a parable type of picture, uh, to explain some things to us of relationship. So just watch what he's saying. I am the true vine. My father is the vine dresser. And we see him talking about the relationship between himself and the father and even the spirit. He brought the spirit in the last couple of chapters when he told him, I will not leave you as orphans. I will not abandon you. Uh, There will be another one sent by the father through me of a like kind. And that's the spirit. And so he's showing us the relationship and how this works. Now, verse two, he says, Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Now, every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. He prunes it so that it may bear more fruit. And so you see that something is going to happen with the branches that are in him. Okay, uh, If they don't bear fruit, he's going to take them away. Okay, The Father will take them away. If they bear fruit, then he's going to prune them. So something's going to happen either way. And you know that pruning, there's all sorts of examples. And if you've ever seen that, you know what I'm talking about. As a matter of fact, there's a uh, there's a, a uh, tree right at the corner of the house where we live. <coughs> Excuse me. And the landlady 
had it cut back. Okay, because I mean it's it's really in a bad position in the house, and I think she sent her son out to do it. I'm not sure who did it, and I didn't even know they were doing. It. I just went out there one day, and it was gone. It was cut to the ground, and I remember thinking to myself, "Well, you know, that that may have taken care of it, but I don't think it will." You want to take a guess what's happened? Oh my! In the last three months, that thing has exploded. I mean, it's about three times the size that it was before. Because in the way that God has created things, and the way he designed things, that cutting back, particularly of, uh, of the dead branches and et cetera, brings forth an explosion, an explosion of fruit, right? So Jesus has given his disciples uh, a bit of an example of something similar to this. Now, as we go along, we'll see more about, you know, who is this that, because um, he says, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And, and what is that referring to? Is, is that referring to someone who is a believer who is in him and who believes, and yet they're not bearing fruit, does that mean that they get cast out and they take away and take it away and that's it? Because we're going to see some stuff about this as we go along. Is it speaking about that everybody uh, uh, in mankind, human, because God created everybody, is that what Jesus means by being in me? Which, uh, you know, I, I'm not inclined toward that right now, but we'll see as we go along. So just be thinking about that. What we see right now is that the Father is going to take away some, but then the branches that are bringing forth fruit, he prunes. The difference is that there are some who do not bear fruit, and there are some who are bearing fruit. The ones who bear fruit, he prunes. The ones that he does not that do that do not bear fruit, he takes away. We'll see this as it develops. Okay, uh, verse three, John fifteen. Jesus says this: "You are already clean because of the word." which I've spoken to you. So he reiterates what we'd seen over in chapter 13 when he'd washed their feet. Remember that whole dialogue that he'd had with Peter and everything? And he was telling them that you're clean, but he, he gave him an example of washing the feet, of washing away the things that we collect as we're walking through the world, repenting of sin, rejecting the sin, just getting rid of that. You're clean because of the word. And when he says this right here, they're not clean just because he spoke the word over them. They, they're clean because he spoke the word and they believe. Remember that all the way through. He's been talking about those who believe and those who believe. Now watch what he says in these last two verses we're going to look at today. Verse 4. Abide in me and I in you. <clears throat> this is the big, big thing of John chapter 15. Abiding in the Lord. And we're going to see some things right here which I think will really really set us free okay? will really give us understanding about who we are and how we live and what we should be doing what we shouldn't be doing so abide in me and I in you Jesus then tells us why we need to abide abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine so neither can you unless you abide in me we just can't sit there and say, oh, we're a branch. We believe in Jesus, but then we don't abide in him or we separate ourselves from him or we don't live and receive a life from him. All the pictures that you could use of abiding a branch. Verse five, Jesus continues to speak. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me 
and I in him. He bears much fruit, for apart from me, you can do nothing. I think this is such a powerful, powerful word for us, and we're going to be exploring this in the next several episodes as we go through this chapter. So often, we as true believers, as professing believers, the true believers, we try to bear fruit in ways other than what Jesus said. In other words, we're not abiding in the Lord. Yet we're trying to bear fruit for him, yet we're separated from him. What we're going to see later is, I think, that stepping outside and not abiding in the Lord is a good foundational definition of sin. Okay? I believe we're going to see by the time we get finished with this chapter right here, that if we abide in him, if we continue abiding in him, we will not sin. I know people go, they get freaky over that. They say, well, no, nobody can do that. Nobody can live a life without sin. Then why did Jesus tell us to be holy and to sin not if it was impossible? It is impossible in the flesh. It is impossible in the soulish realm. It's not impossible in the power of the Spirit. And it's not impossible if we continue to abide in Him. And I believe that's what we're going to see as we go through this. So, uh, before you lay down upon your nightbed today, go and read the first five, uh, well, yeah, first five verses of John chapter 15 and see what the Lord says to you. Uh, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me. Uh, again, share with everybody about these times together and show them how to uh, access, you know, show them about Spotify, how they can get on the podcast. And I thank you. I'll see you soon.